Hello, this is Jenny Taylor. Welcome to the podcast of my book, Britain Non-Vampire, as read by my wife. I hope you enjoy. Britain Non-Vampire Podcast, number two. Written by Jenny Taylor. Read by Maggie Taylor. Bad like you'll die? I don't know. The longest I've ever been in direct sunlight was about an hour. I was bright red for several days and peeling. It was some of the worst pain I've ever had. You don't even sparkle, she said, a small smile appearing on her face. She was getting it together. Her breathing normalized, and she was staring at her jacket now, probably worrying about what she'd tell her mother about all the blood. Funny thing, but even more than a century of life hasn't helped me figure out how to clean blood out of your clothes. Why are you telling me all this, Bryn? We tell each other everything. You're more than a hundred years older than me. I don't know if I can be your best friend. Oh, um, okay. I sniffled and rubbed at my eyes. I'm sorry to hear that. Wait, she sighed. You're still the same person. I don't know about all this. How can I believe this? You don't have to. If it helps you feel better, you can just pretend it was all a story I made up. Yeah, that'll work. Sure, she stood up. You owe me so many stories about your life, you know? But right now, I have to get home. Mom and Dad will freak if I'm late. She wouldn't have even gotten off of work yet if it hadn't been slow. They aren't even expecting her. Okay, Jess. Don't tell anyone this. The last time someone found out, I had to make a very hasty exit from town. People got hurt. Like anyone would believe me, she tossed her jacket to me. You owe me a jacket. I'll see what I can do. Bring it with you Saturday. You still want me to come over? We have that huge shade tree out back. Will that be okay? Can you do that? Stay in the shade? She asked, concern in her voice. I'll be okay. Good. I just... I'll see you at school tomorrow, okay? Thanks, Jess. She walked away from me. She was probably a block away when she started saying my name very soft. I ran down to her. Usually I do my best to run slow, as a girl my apparent age and size should, but I didn't hold back this time, so I was there very quickly. Yeah? I said. Super hearing too, she said, shaking her head. So you really live alone? Yes. That's gotta be hard. I've been doing it for over a century. I think I can handle it. But you do live on Oak, right? In that house I've walked you to? Yes. I don't know. Maybe Mom and Dad will let you move in with us. Jess. I stuck my arms around her in a swift motion. She tensed, but then relaxed and wrapped hers back around me. I appreciate the offer, but I don't think it's the best idea. I'm worried about you now. I'm fine, really. Go get some rest. Do you sleep? I mean, in the books. I'm not a vampire. But do you? Quite well, sometimes. Sometimes I have bad dreams. But yes, I do sleep. I'm trying to get this, Bryn, but I'm not sure I'll wake up tomorrow and believe that any of this was real. Maybe it's better that way, I said. It's not better. You're my best friend. I should know about this. But it's out there, you know? Yeah, sleep tight, Jess. I followed her home at a distance, behind houses and trees, far enough behind that she wouldn't know I was there. I had to make sure she got there okay. She cried a lot on the walk, but she seemed okay. She was mumbling that this wasn't real, but she got it together before she went in the front of her house. When she told her mother goodnight, she sounded as happy and chipper as always. 
I read some more news stories on the web when I got home. Apparently there's some gang in Wichita that likes to pretend to be vampires. After beating people up and cutting them, they suck on their necks. If they only knew someone exists that is a lot like a real vampire in so many ways. The problem with this, of course, is that it brings a lot of attention. Not a bad thing, because those that would kill me, for being me, see yet more reports of fakes and it lessens the chance that they'll respond if anyone ever reports me. Alejandro said they were from the Vatican, and he called them the Venator Immortorum. The problem is, if they come to investigate so close to where I'm at, and they happen to come through here, then it gets dangerous for me. Alejandro thought they could tell what we were by looking. I have no idea how, since I think I look just like any other girl, but he said they would know. Friday, May 13th. Jessica didn't show up for school. We have two classes together in the morning, and she wasn't there. I tried to call her house between classes, but nobody answered. I considered going to check on her, but I thought maybe I was the last person on earth that she'd want to see. Bryn, you're friends with Jessica Sloan, aren't you? Mrs. Miller asked me. Yes, ma'am. Is she sick today? I'm not sure. I haven't heard from her. If you talk to her, can you make sure she reads Chapter 20 this weekend so she'll be prepared for the test Monday? Yes, Mrs. Miller. Thank you, dear. It's weird how this works. The very fact that I don't get older makes it easier on me in a lot of ways when it comes to school. I start out somewhere as a freshman or sophomore, and by the time I make it to the senior year, assuming I stick around that long, the teachers are all protective and extra nice to me because I'm so much smaller than the other kids and I look like such a little underdog or something. Seriously, I'm tiny and thin, so people seem to have this protective feeling toward me. At lunch, I couldn't eat. It's not that I was worried Jessica would tell anyone, because I don't believe she would, and I'm not worried about her, at least not that she's sick or hurt. The only thing that worries me is that I've lost the only real friend I've ever had, the only person I've ever let myself really care about. Instead of eating, I went out front and sat under a tree. I had a book from the school library, but my mind was too occupied to read. I was actually kind of staring at the clouds in the distance, zoning out a little, which I guess is why I didn't notice her approaching. Hey, she said. She plopped down next to me in the grass. You're here! I threw my arms around her. Yeah, uh, honey, stop. People are looking. Oh, Jess, I thought I'd lost you. Okay, back off a little, hon. Sorry. I backed off and she pulled an apple from her bag and bit into it. She held it out to me, offering me a bite. But then she pulled it back and looked down at it. Hey, if I eat after you, I'm not gonna, like, die or anything, will I? You've eaten after me a million times. Well, that's true. She held the apple out and I took a bite. I was so sick last night. What's wrong? Truth? She asked. I nodded. I kept picturing all that blood on your arm. And you? She glanced around. I kept thinking of little tiny Bryn drinking blood from people, killing people. I never should have told you. I'm glad you did, she said. I think. She bit into the apple again. You actually scare me a little. I'll never hurt you. I believe that. I do, Bryn. It's just, you're not human, you know? It's gonna take a while for me to get used to that. Time is something I have plenty of. Yeah, I guess you do. She chewed her apple and took a napkin and paper sack from her bag, placing the apple core in the bag, and then the napkin after she cleaned herself with it. Then she took out a disposable toothbrush and cleaned her teeth. 
then place that in the little sack. So explain this not getting older thing. What's to explain? I don't get older. At least not much. That sounds like a good thing to me, but you make it sound like a curse. It's not that I don't look older. I'm not getting older. All the crazy hormones and stuff? Still going on. Imagine that for over a century. Yeah. Wow. And then imagine having to leave every friend you have every couple of years because they'll start asking questions about your age. I've sometimes worked hard at how I dress in my makeup, and I've pulled off 18. It was hard, and people still had comments all the time about how young I looked. You do look young. She kind of ran her eyes over me, top to bottom. Yeah, younger than 15, honestly. Young and innocent. Is that part of this? Does changing make you beautiful? No. I felt myself blushing. Also something that never stops when you change. And thank you. So this is your life. You stay someplace a couple of years, then have to leave everyone behind. That sucks. It sucks a lot. What also sucks is outliving everyone you care about at all. Yeah, that does suck. Like one day, I know I'll go to your funeral, and I'll still be 15. Wow, morbid there, you know, she said. You weren't planning on hastening that event, were you? Jess? I'm kidding. She's kidding. She's making jokes about me killing her? Well, that's a good thing, I think. That means she's becoming at least a little more comfortable with this. I went to college a couple of times, just a year or two here and there before I had to quit because of my age, but it was kind of fun. I studied computers once, and I thought about becoming a teacher, but then I realized how that wouldn't work. So, what about boys? she asked. She rolled her eyes at me. You never date. Have you ever? Yeah. I mean, I tried a couple of times, but it's just not worth it. Because you're so much older than them? No. And you still don't get it. I'm not. I'm stuck at 15. I feel 15. I look 15. When I went to college, I had a couple of guys ask me out, but I just wasn't really interested. And I tried going out with them, but then I didn't have anything in common with them. And I felt like a little kid when I was with them. I'm still just a teen girl. Guys, she said, rolling her eyes again. I wish she'd stop that. So you like teenage guys? Then why do you not date, honey? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, so what? I get close to someone and then have to leave? Oh, so like, do you get pregnant? Could you have a little baby vam... Whatever you are. I mean, could you? I don't know. I've never tried. You've never had sex? In over 150 years? With anyone? I've never been in love, okay? When I was born, it was really uncommon for a good girl to have sex before marriage. My parents would kill me if I did something like that. You've lived alone for all this time, no parents, and you've managed to stay an innocent little virgin? She said, fighting to contain her smile. Give me a break, Jess. She got up and put her trash in a bin, then returned to our spot. She reached up and ruffled my hair. Does that grow? I'm not dead, Jessica. Does it grow slow, like you age? Yeah, it does. Kills me when it gets messed up, too. It could take years to grow out if I cut it short. You're going to be a teenager forever, she said, smiling. Not forever, just the next six or seven centuries. You know what sucks is that he changed me too soon. Women in my family sort of develop a little later. So you mean being flat doesn't run in your family? Come on, I'm not that flat. Okay, okay. Some guys are into that. 
she said. She laughed and stuck her arm around me. Pedophiles. Ha ha, very funny. So you, what, are attracted to 15-year-olds too? Since, you uh, know, you said you're stuck at that age in every way? Sometimes, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm not that interested in anyone, really. Not right now. So if we set you up with, say, Sam Finley, don't even say that. Sam Finley is a junior and a complete chesky. I'm not looking for any relationships right now, okay? Has there ever been anyone really special? No, I've never even gone on a second date with a guy. I just never connect. Well, that's okay, right? You said you'd just have to leave. I guess. We got up and headed toward the building. Classes will be starting soon. This has gone exceedingly well. Jessica's still my best friend, even knowing what she knows. So why do you bother with school? Why come at all? She asked. Well, where else am I going to go? Anywhere. You could do anything, right? I like school. Freak. I'm a freak for liking school? I asked. Not for being whatever it is I am? Aren't you bored? Don't you know all this already? I learn new things all the time. And I like being around people my age. Fine. So tell me this, then. Where do you get the money to pay for everything, since you don't have parents supporting you? She stopped and looked at me with an apology all over her face. I didn't mean... It's okay. I'm used to them being gone by now. Sorry. I have money, okay? For the past few decades, the stock market has been good to me. Though I kind of stole the money I originally invested, it was a survival thing. I don't enjoy taking someone else's hard-earned possession. How much money do you have? She asked. Does it matter? A lot, I suppose. I'm not even sure. So my vampire friend is rich, too, she said. Shh! You have to be more careful, I said, looking around to make sure nobody heard. I'm not a vampire. How many times do I have to say that? And yes, probably, I'm rich. So what? Get over it. I work hard. And you? Jess, do you want me to give you money? Seriously? Would it mean anything to you if you didn't earn it yourself? Well, it'd be nice to not have to worry about it all the time, she said. Stop worrying. Trust me, if you ever need anything, really need anything, then you'll have it. If I have to break into Fort Knox, you'll have it. Do you break into places a lot? Not anymore. Not now that I can buy whatever I want. And yet you don't have a cell phone. Who would I call? Yeah, well, how about me? She said. But we see each other all the time. Whatever. I should get to class. Talk to you later, honey. I guess it's probably my fault that I don't have many friends at school. I mean, I work hard to remain distant. And while I do that on purpose, because I always try to limit the people I'll miss when I leave, it sometimes gets lonely, and nobody even bothers to try to talk to me most of the time. I walk down the hallway, almost invisible, never talking to anyone. Usually. That's all for this episode. Thank you for listening. Check out the next episode for the continuation of the story. This book is available in both Kindle and EPUB versions, as well as this podcast. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends.